Welcome to another episode of Young Entrepreneurs with the Greener Team. My name is Nelson Fernandez, and coming back on the show today, we have Prem Rana. Prem, would you like to tell the audience a bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name is Prem. Uh, I am one of the oldest members of the Green Roof team. Uh, my primary things on the Green Roof team, um, when we were still at Southern Illinois, it was like doing the irrigation system as well as help, like marketing and just kind of helping out wherever I could. Um, outside of that, I do a lot of media stuff and um, I like long walks in the desert. Nice. Have you been to any deserts lately? No, I don't think I've actually ever been to a desert. I just, I got a Cuban theme at this point. We, we went to beaches, then we went to forests, and now we're at deserts. Nice. Okay, so focusing on today's episode, we're talking about two amazing opportunities that we had with the University of Asian Fellows Program. Um, would you like to give a little context about what I'm talking about here? Yeah, so as part of the University Innovation Fellows Program, um, each, like, the U UIF is spread out all around the world, right? There's different chapters all around the world. Um, and so one really cool uh, opportunity that gets uh, made possible because of that is the opportunity for meetups where um, different, I guess the best way to put it is like chapters. It's not really chapters, but like different cohorts uh, of UIF all around, um, you know, the nation, the world, they can meet up at a specific place and kind of collaborate and do cool workshops and um, really just share ideas and stuff. And um, it's, it's a really cool opportunity that we had the opportunity to participate in. Awesome. And the first time happened back in 2020, everyone's favorite year. Oh, yeah. And fortunately, it happened. Um, we were able to go to Austria the, um, about two, three weeks before the United States began shutting down. So right before everything began shutting down, opportunities were being lost, events being canceled, the school year being turned virtual, we're able to go and find this amazing group of individuals from Europe, from the U.S., and be able to collaborate with them for a full year. Um, so would you like to talk about how you felt going from Carmando to Chicago all the way to Europe and how, the, how our feelings were? Yeah, so the opportunity was presented to us. Uh, so for context, um, Austria, um, UIF has a program. They usually host a meetup every year, um, but different cohorts have the opportunity to host their own meetups that are separate from those. And so Austria was one of those meetups where essentially a group of them got together. They said, we want to host a meetup and we want to bring people over to um, Salzburg, which fun fact is where the sound of music was uh was filmed. I mean, we didn't hear that fact over and over during the meetup. Um, but yeah, so when the talk of meetups came up, because every cohort generally, um, due to funding, it's like one meetup to go to. And so when a talk of meetups came up, our options were to go to San Francisco, which is where the general meetup is, or Austria. And going to Europe is such a unique experience. And um, it was really hard to say no to that. Like, I remember our um, faculty chairman, Carla, she 
she's like, so do you want to go stay in the States or do you want to fly to Austria? And like everyone in the group chat instantly said Austria pretty much. So um, that was really exciting. And we drove from Carbonell to Chicago, uh, which was a six hour drive. And that was a fun drive actually. It was you, me and Jacob and Grant who are two other cohort members uh, in our cohort. Um, and that was like, that was a really fun trip because we hadn't really, uh, we, we were in the cohort with them, but we hadn't necessarily gotten to really know them. So that was a good like start to the trip. And then flying from Chicago to Europe, obviously it was great. We had a layover in Paris, did we? Like for a second. We did. Essentially. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't leave the airport, but we did technically stop at Paris. Um, and then eventually we, the Paris led to Germany uh munich was it i believe so yeah so it's munich and then from munich we took a train um to austria which uh no we took a bus train one of the two we took a bus yeah i think we took a bus only yeah we, we took a bus yes we did take a bus because i remember we got off the bus station and we couldn't figure out where to go <laughs> to get to the actual um to the place because new country and obviously our our phones don't work there we don't have service so we're kind of we're a little bit lost and we get off the bus um from germany uh we get off the bus from germany in austria and we're kind of on the side of the road essentially we're trying to figure out where to go um eventually nelson's uh incredible gps skills get us uh to the right place at least yeah get us to the station um but yeah the, the travel experience is actually really cool because we uh, really got to get closer with our cohort just starting there uh, so that uh, you know um, to, gave us kind of a good um, good start to the whole trip I would say. Yeah we had a lot of good bonding within our own cohort um, definitely got closer to folks like I we didn't really have a chance yet you know beforehand um, but then being on the plane being on the bus just being around everyone was amazing and then once we got to the hotel and to um, the university, we were able to meet so many other students as well. Yeah, I remember we get to the hotel and Austria, I think, was like eight hours ahead of Chicago time. Um, so we get there and we're like exhausted. And so we're like expecting to just like crash. But we get there and they're like, when we sign in, the person who's like helping us sign in, they're like, oh yeah, there's a party, uh, by the way, um, where you, you're going to meet all the other people uh, at the um, at the school. And thankfully, where we were staying was like right next to the school. It was like a tip, like five minute walk, I think. Um, so we like drop our stuff off and basically then get ready to go to the party, uh, to the party. Um, and that's where we like initially met everyone. And like, that's where we, uh, I guess that's kind of where it all started. But fast forwarding throughout the um, meetup, we got to go through many different workshops and we actually each got to join a different one that we spent what, three, four days on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the thing that now I know is different than other meetups. Um, the thing about this meetup is that most other, I, I can't speak for most other meetups, but at least for the ones I've been to, this one was unique in the fact that you essentially chose a quote unquote topic that you stuck through for the entire um, length of the meetup. So in my case, mine had to do with um, like education and um, sort of building a curriculum 
And for myself, I was actually with Grant Jacob, two of our other fellows from school, and we focused on urban mobility, thinking about different ways that we can reutilize the parking space. Um, because throughout the entire year, um, the parking lot's not always going to be at full capacity, usually only for a few hours during a usual school day. So what are ways that we can use and leverage that space to help create different communities? And we saw that a great solution would be having these portable and mobile stations for, say, have different, like a library shelves. So then students can go find different books outside, have maybe a food cart, maybe have some games out there, some kind of way on engaging students in all different types of fields and hobbies. Nice, interesting. Did you have any like aha moments and you see something cool, something that was inspirational? That was a good takeaway. Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones was how it really helped me understand what design thinking was. So for, for those who are unaware, you know, design thinking is essentially a way to ideate and really come up with an idea and maybe pu push that idea to something that that's um, that can be more essentially like really realize that idea and you know through every person's training at UIF you go through what design thinking is but to me it didn't really necessarily make a hundred percent sense I got the core like, concept of it but it wasn't entirely clear but one of the first Ignite talks and this was done by um, Titus and Melanie at the University of Duente um, they essentially kind of came a really cool visual representation and kind of a, a unique way, uh, their spin on design thinking essentially. And that really, that stuck with me. It, it was a really unique way of presenting it and it really helped realize what design thinking really meant, I would say. Yeah, I agree on that. Um, hearing their presentation, hearing the way that they spoke of design thinking and how they applied it through their own projects made a big difference on my perspective as well. And there is quite a few other amazing night talks also. Um, can't think of any off the top of my head, but they're great. There was the one talk uh, from the guy who runs, I don't know if it's a cybersecurity company. That one actually, I do remember a tiny bit of, um, he talked a lot about the lean canvas and how um, you can take in um, pretty much when you go about starting up or you have some kind of project, how do you break it down? How do you identify different stakeholders, the strengths, the weaknesses, and overall, how do you go about that planning phase? And they had a cool logo too as an owl. Yeah, it was a cool logo. So coming out of the meetup, um, can you describe how you felt maybe on the plane ride, traveling away from Salzburg from this amazing opportunity and heading into the pandemic? Well, we didn't know the pandemic was there, so I'm not going to give any feelings related to that, but I know my first immediate feeling was really sad because I, like, Salzburg was awesome, like, it was a beautiful country, and leaving it, and, like, leaving all the friends was really, um, I wanted to be there longer, I would say, um, but overall, I felt really rejuvenated and, like, excited, and that's kind of that had strong inspirations um, for like really kickstarting this project. Uh, you know, like we kind of that really helped us get the ground running. And I remember we had a lot of uh, 
kind of talks with people outside of not necessarily outside the conference but outside of like our workshops or outside of talks uh, where we're just like hanging in the lobby just talking to them and we throw around ideas that we were thinking about that um you know they helped us realize and that eventually then really helped us kickstart this project i would say um but I, I also remember when we were on the bus ride home just like having so many discussions with with our entire cohort and like just being really rejuvenated at what we could do for the school what we could do for our own uif projects and um just kind of it, it was a whole um explosion of ideas an explosion of energy i would say uh, it, i mean it's a big explosion of energy during the conference but afterwards uh, internally uh, we just could not stop talking i'd say yeah i know coming back on the plane ride i was sitting next to grant and the entire time we just stayed awake we began talking about all of the different ideas on the projects we were working on and then he was talking about a book he was reading focused on how to go about facilitating conversations and facilitating directly for more sustainable practices in community settings um, because him and Jacob, they're focused primarily on that community setting. How do you help engage students and young individuals to think more sustainably and have a community garden? And how do you go about the entire process of facilitating all the different communications and actions? And I was sharing to him about certain leadership and we took a lot from that meetup and we got that momentum going and then like how you were saying got the projects up got them started and yeah and i think we actually had a design thing workshop yeah a week or two yeah. after yeah we uh, it was a virtual one i'm pretty sure because we couldn't do it um i what we had the meetup and then how many weeks until we got shut down due to covid was it like two weeks, pretty much? Two or three weeks, something like that. Or no, did you have a design thinking workshop before then? I believe we did. It was like end of February the 28th. Um, yes. And then we had a grad event from um, the Center of Teaching Excellence come and film and get, we got an amazing montage day out of that. Yeah, yeah. That's mainly how I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That and um, that was the first time Steven got introduced to us, another manager on the team. That was the first time, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, Zach saw him in the LDP office and he was like, hey, we're having a thing um, coming up. She come. He was like, okay. And then he showed up. Nice. That's awesome. Now we're in the stage around March 2020. Everything gets shut down. Um, we find a way, how we talk about in past episodes, about getting projects going, getting them continuing, finding new ways to innovate and use different technologies to continue. And now we fast forward to, let's say, about two years, and we have a new opportunity ahead of us. Would you like to talk a bit about that? Yes. So for the, I mean, past two years, right, we've had the pandemic, we've had to stay sort of separated, virtual. Um, and I mean, while that gave us a good opportunity to kind of grow um, and really kickstart this project. Um, I know a lot of us miss the, the collaboration that we had with other fellows. And um, as I mentioned earlier, UIF hosts a meetup every year 
in San, um, in San Francisco at Stanford specifically, because that's where the program is based. And they haven't been able to do it the past two years. Um, our Austria meetup was the last UIF meetup in general um, before COVID hit. So once that, um, so like once essentially the pandemic had reached a point to where it was manageable and to where people felt safe enough to travel, um, Stanford and the D school, um, they hosted their own meetup again in, um, in San Francisco. And so that was something that we wanted to, to visit because we hadn't, we didn't get to go to the original meetup and <clears throat> being two years separated, um, from all the people that we had seen and stuff. Uh, well, I mean, while they're kind of all over the place, this was an opportunity to see them again. Right. And it was another opportunity for us to spread ideas and more so us, you know, sharing what we know now to other people. Um, at least for me personally, it felt like a good opportunity to um, kind of spread, spread the spread the wealth. We'll go we'll go with that because uh, we had we had learned so much and we got to the point where our, you know, our project had become really successful on campus. And so it, this was. Uh, a way to I felt like to us to share that to people who maybe are just getting their project started or um, you know are trying to figure out what necessarily they want to do to be a change maker on campus um, and so that's kind of how I felt going uh, when I saw that opportunity and in going into San Francisco. I definitely agree 110 percent just being able to go there meet so many new fellows. We had a great experience in Austria and to get to see them again, great, but then seeing so many new people making new friends, I feel that's the best part. It's one giant community coming all together, being able to share ideas with like-minded folks. Yeah, and the crazy thing about this meetup is it was super, super big. Like, I think they had three different, essentially cohorts, right? So they're, uh, and when I say cohorts, I don't mean like UIF cohorts. I mean like, um, so imagine like our, there's like a group of 10 schools, 10, 15 schools each, like each day. And there's each like different groups. So like we had our group, um, which went for three days. And then, so on our second day, the second group of people, um, which is another 10, 15 schools, that was their first day. And so essentially we're staggered, right? So we were like the first group, I think. Uh, but then there were two other groups that were, that came on separate days. And so the meetup, like we were, our meetup was like three days, but the entire length of the UIF meetup was like the, a week, I think, something like that. Yeah, we had about three years of UIF cohorts all in one place. It's nice. Um, and fortunately, in our court, we got a, quite a few from the Austrian meetup. Like we had a lot of kids from the University of Twente. Um, we got to see uh, kids from Hamburg University also, and so many others. Were there any workshops that you found out super interesting that you took a good lesson from? Uh, I, I know there are good workshops, that's for sure. I had to remember exactly which ones I participated in because, like I said, uh, similar to uh, or what was different about this one than the other meetup I went to is that it's actually more like a conference, I say, where you would go to different like workshops and um, 
you know, instead of choosing one topic and that's going to the entire meetup, you get different um, ideas every, uh, or like different things to go to every day. Uh, I'm trying to remember which ones I, I went to. There was the one at the beginning that we both went to. I forget what that was called, but that was like, um, like we helped come up with uh, an idea for, not an idea, but like the next the next step for these guys who were working on this um, this device that uh, would, what did it do? It was like a smoke detector, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was part of their extreme design class. Um, and it was a device that would be able to track the, I believe the air quality in a area. Um, specifically, they made it for a kitchen area. So as you're cooking, you can see how, what you're cooking and the way you're cooking affects air quality around you. Yeah, yeah. So that was a cool meetup because we got to learn about their um, things and they wanted us to kind of, it was like designing for human ability or something like that. That's I think what it's called. So they had designed the product, right? But the thing is you want to try and integrate it with your community as best as possible in a way that's not intrusive, which uh, spoke to me because with the irrigation system, one of one of my goals was to try and make it as flexible and as non-intrusive to the soil as possible, and also non-intrusive to like anyone that wants to use the green roof up there. Because the whole point of it was to be a um, the whole point of green roofs to be like a research hub. So you know, I wanted to try and make a system that would be um, as unintrusive as possible. So this the workshop definitely spoke out to me in coming up with ways and um, ways to not only um, improve the influence of that product, but also make it um, un unintrusive to people. Cool. Yeah, that one was one of my favorite also. Um, and in that group, I think it was a following workshop after that um, was a similar design focused one. And I know we got to work in different groups and be able to, sorry, I think I'm mixing them up now. <laughs> I think part of that same topic, um, we got you idea how you're saying the next steps in their process. And I know uh, my group, we're taking more of like a marketing stance and think about ways we can get the community engaged, um, go out to like farmer's market, just go out in the community and be able to like, find ways on finding focus groups, talking to those people and get their feedback on what their product was. And that was a cool experience because got to meet all new people um, and just see how we all thought differently and be able to mash our ideas together and be able to quickly protect it all out, out of a paper, uh, um, the straws, the flexible tubing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I will say one other workshop that I remember now that was um, less design focused. So we were talking a lot about design focused workshops. Um, but the cool thing about this meetup is they had um, more than just that. So one of the workshops I went to actually was an empathy gym. Uh, and now that, that I thought was really cool was just being able to get different perspectives on things, um, which I think is super important. Um, and not only helps with just kind of coming up with different projects and stuff but it's a good skill to have in general just being able to recognize different perspectives because it helps keep your mind open so that's definitely something I wanted to participate in and I'm glad I participated in because it was it um it definitely stuck with me I would say 
Yeah, definitely agree. I like the empathy gym also, mainly from the standpoint of like seeing others' perspectives and seeing how we all mash together. Um, throughout the entire meetup, we had so much team bonding and all these different activities. You break ice, but then also get to know each other's styles. Um, like part of the empathy gym, one was towards the end, you had a partner and you find some kind of like dance routine to like go down from one end of the court to the other. Um, so I think we're thinking of something else. You're so there was an actual empathy gym, but there was the dancing one that we did. That's sli- that was slightly different. So there was a yeah, there was a dance like it was a leadership one, like dancing, like um I, I forget it was called something completely different because it was supposed to be a surprise and we didn't know what it was going into it. Um, but it had to do with leadership. I remember that. Um and so they use dancing as kind of a way to illustrate leadership and being, I guess, comfortable um, leading. Um, but the amphitheater gym was slightly different, I think. Nice. Well, the cool thing is, and they we had experiences that we got a lot of takeaway from, even yes. if we can't remember the names. Yeah, yeah. We, it's it's hard to remember everything exactly, but a lot of the core ideas have really stuck with us um, from everything that we did, and it's kind of permeated all of the the things that we've done in this project. Nice. Okay. Um, was there any part of Meetup that was like, I would say, a major takeaway, a major inspirational point that you're going to take a lot of lessons from over the years? Um, I would say that the biggest takeaway um, was probably, oh, I had to like, I had to think about it for a second, because like, obviously there are a lot of takeaways, so figuring out the biggest one is really difficult uh, i think um just seeing how the type of way people are evolving ideas and um kind of how design thinking in some sense has evolved um just in recognizing that evolution is something that's um really important and it really helped it's helping um sort of uh, our project i think and how we continue to evolve i would say so that's one of the takeaways that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I agree. Design thinking is a big, big part. Um, especially when we begin going down product development, there's a lot of um, connection points there. But I feel another a takeaway I saw was just reiterating the effectiveness and the resourcefulness of being able to network, not only being around and finding groups of people, but taking that step forward and continuing relationships and just find new ways on working with others to help advance one another. Yeah, that's that's definitely also one I had that I just remembered now. Nice. Okay. Um, so as we come towards the end of today's episode, do you have any final words, any final takeaways for the audience? Um, I think overall the meetups were such an important part of this project's, you know, um uh, history. I guess because so much, so many ideas uh, that we used in the green roof team—not um, necessarily technical ideas, but more of like the, um, kind of the building blocks and the, um, the, yeah, the I would say the building blocks really or originated from these meetups and you know the friends that we made and the collaborations that we did. 
were so so important uh, i'd say and it's definitely like as you mentioned networking is such a big um you know takeaway that was reiterated in san francisco but really started in austria for us and the, it's kind of the power of connections um it's such a big big thing and so i guess if there's any takeaway that a listener can learn from us it's that like you know to, to share to really go and uh you know seek those connections yes, which is obviously easier said than done but like um you know cool meetups like those even if you're a little bit skeptical about them maybe and it doesn't necessarily have to be a meetup you know like uil but just like meetups in general uh, where you get these cool connections and then you can come up with cool ideas like this. Sweet. Graham, thank you again for coming on the show today. Um, thank you for everyone listening to us today. And folks, remember, stay sustainable.